5: This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast and it's the last home game of the season and Fulham were in the house. Fulham came down on a bright sunny day to Brentford. Perfect day for football today. Sun was shining, beautiful people standing outside the pubs having a good time good vibes in and around Brentford. We went there expecting to get a bit of a match and we got absolutely zero from our companions down the road. There was no contest, game set match, bish bash boss, 3-0 by half time, Brentford were there. To be quite honest with you, we could have got the old sofa out and done a couple of bits and pieces, but they didn't do, they still competed. At the end of the day, personally, I thought great result. I was a little bit disappointed that Fulham didn't actually kind of give it a little bit more to us. How about yourself? Yeah, I mean, like I said,
4: fantastic result, very happy, massive smile on my face. Uh, but yeah, I know what you mean. It was, uh, it was a bit quiet for, for quite a lot of the game. Nothing really coming from Fulham fans, nothing really coming from the Fulham players. Um, Dean Smith decided at time that that's it, the game's over. I will take striker off, I'll take another player off, I'll take another player off, make loads of changes, play a few random sort of players to see what happens and not really care. So, yeah, the second half was a little bit dull. Uh, but still, fucking hell, <laughs> 3
5: it, work it, it was a little bit dull, but to be fair, there was a few chances, it's interesting. People like Kirch Baumer came in there, he did that little skillful move, turn the ball, okay. turn he on did, the ball. He did, he,
4: did a few, he did a few things. I mean, the ball, the ball to Hogan for Hogan's first goals fantastic the little turn was quite quite nice there's another point where someone blasted the ball at him and he just took it as he turned and that was fantastic um, yeah he looks I think today he probably had a lot less pressure like physical pressure on him and probably didn't care as much when we were 3-0 up so physical pressure gone mental pressure gone yeah, but, yeah, to be for, but, but, but he did start from the had beginning though he, did start, I don't know, he was still good from the beginning um, and yeah he actually looked like maybe there is actually a player in there um, I was, yeah, I was quite impressed.
5: Yeah, and also Goggia as well, which to be fair, we haven't seen much of it. And when I say that, is that, yeah, he's come on, but Gogia was the kind of that experimental player that they threw into the mix, and he was like all over the place. He was like very fast, but he was just like doing things that, you know, you're thinking, what's going on here? But, you know, six months, seven, eight months down the line, I mean, it'd be interesting to see Gogia get a pre-season and try and knock him into shape, because today he looked quite interesting. And also, if anything, he looked a little bit too cool. It's like, come on, Goggia, get in there. And he's like, had yeah, that time when he took the shot and he's he very cool. The and then he just curled the shot, tried to win it to the goal. Didn't
4: he? Yeah, the shot at the end. It, was, it, it, it looked like he you know, wanted to sit down for a couple of minutes, stand back <laughs> up and then take the shot. Um, now, Goggia, yeah, he's, he's exciting to, to watch on the ball. Uh, It's passing is just not very good though, and if we are a passing team and we like to pass the ball around, that's what he
5: really needs to work on. Well, this is interesting. Needs to be fixed, right? And let's see what the poaching team will do because that's that is their job. And if he doesn't do it, if he doesn't do it, then it's 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 not going to happen for him, is it? Yeah, exactly. I I mean, if it's an experiment, if it's about trying, uh, not everything works for you. So, so give him a chance, right? So B's in the house, very very happy because the three 0 came and. uh, Bang the balls in the back of the net, and uh, not much else said. You know, finish up the season on high. Yes, we lost the hole the other day, but that was very much an experimental team. You know, you know, we took Hogan out and we put you know different people up front, and we just thought let's just chill out for a little bit because we're going to
6: concentrate on Fulham. And obviously, the plan worked, didn't it? yeah i think i think it was like, all about the first half today i think we took our chances very very few chances but we took them all second half we were lively had plenty of chances and we wasted them all but at the end of the day we got we got a great result so uh, happy days great end to the season in terms of the uh, last home game so uh, yeah very happy overall I going to ask you I mean what is the difference between Brentford of a
5: month ago and Brentford now I mean it's the same team
6: pretty much one word Bill confidence I think the confidence has come back into the team uh, I mean you know we all feared for the worst when Judge broke his leg and how we'd cope without him but actually you know the confidence is there throughout the squad never mind you know the first eleven um, and that's great to see, you know, that bodes well for next season and, uh, and, and long may that continue, you know. Confidence is, it, you know, you hear the pros talking about it all the time, but confidence is such a big thing in football. And, uh, and, and we've seen it the last few games, it's there, and, uh, and, and let's just hope it stays. Let's
5: hope it stays. It's interesting as well, because again, I'm just saying, we know there's a lot of players we're getting slagged off, not good enough for this league, but yeah. we're, the end of season's there now. But I'm interested to know, just you as a punter, yeah. who do you think is going to play a part next season? Uh, or maybe who do you think that maybe should have done who's, who's going who's to play a part? Because, you know, obviously, you know, Hogan will be and stuff like that. Yeah. But who is the players that surprised you who you think is going to play a part next season?
6: Uh, I think um, O'Connell showed promise today. I mean, we, we haven't seen that much of him this season. He did play at the, uh, the away game at Fulham, but I thought he'd done really well today when he come on at left-back. Um, so, so that's encouraging. I mean, he, he really did look, look, look quite, quite comfortable in that position. Uh, when he's played at centre-back, I've, I've not always been that sure... That he's uh, he's good enough, but you know he's definitely one one I think for next season. Um, Gogia came on and and and, and be a bit stronger and and, and holding the ball up and and things like that. But you know there's plenty of uh, encouraging signs there for next season. Fulham've come
5: and Fulham've gone. They went actually a little bit earlier than we expected to because we were standing there at the end of the match looking at the other stand and it was uh, it was empty. Because all the Fulham fans had got home. You know, we thought they'd be there waiting to sort of barrack us or sort of kind of cheer their team or whatever like that. But well, they got home. Obviously, uh, they were obviously disappointed with what went on the pitch today. And we were absolutely delighted, weren't we?
7: Absolutely. I thought we played very well in the first half. Three very good goals. I thought Hogan looks the, the real deal to me. Could be a, you know, a good investment for next season. Listen, I mean, Hogan did very well again. You know, he scored
5: a goal very early on. Then we got a bit worried because he hadn't scored for about 20 minutes and we're thinking he scores every 10 minutes so obviously everything's going not according to plan. Well, and,
7: and then he popped up again didn't he? He's, he's played 90 minutes for the, the club this season and scored five goals. I think that's a fairly good return, don't you? Indeed, indeed, indeed. Look, and
5: we're just like we're, you know, we're looking at the team here today because like, it's interesting because Dean Smith today he did go a bit experimental to a certain extent. You know, you look, he put in you know that left back um, uh, he put in, he put in, he put in a, 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 an academy player left back, which we thought, whoa, you know, what about O'Connell? How come O'Connell ain't playing there? But, you know, he's gone, listen, let me just try out something. And we thought, is this going to be another QPR? You know, where he tried his sort of experimental false nine and all that kind of stuff.
7: But it seemed to have gone better for him today, his plan, didn't it? Give him his due. He Obviously, he thinks that uh, Field is a good player. And I think he did quite well for the first half he played bit of a dodgy tackle at the end when really he went off but by and large I think he did okay uh, Josh Clark came on did very well you know I just think that some of the young players coming through are looking really really good and interesting I mean, again you say that you've got, you've got Field coming on
5: I mean I've got no idea what he's on but he, he's probably not on much more than 300 quid a week or something like that he's an academy player 200, 300 quid a week Josh Clark's coming on maybe he's on 500 quid a week you know which is decent money for you know the fact that you're not an established player You've got against people like McCormack and the Belet and all those players. Probably they've got to be on at least thirty thousand pounds a week, like and I'm saying it shows you that the gulp that
7: we're working against, doesn't it? But <coughs> it's all about desire, isn't it? How much desire did McCormack show out there today, to be honest? I thought he was he's just going through the motions. So I think the Brentford players really looked as though they wanted it. And you know, there's a good chance they could force uh, force away into the team next season. We're looking at something we're looking at a couple of good players there and we're gonna lose some in the summer, get a few more in in the summer as well. I think things are looking really, really good. A few more academy players coming through, why not? Absolutely perfect. So what a day
5: today. As I say what a day, I'm gonna sound like a bit of a miserable bastard now because to be quite honest with you, I was a bit disappointed about today. And the reason why I was disappointed because we went into the game today, all excited we're playing Fulham. We've gone out there, bish bosh bosh, scored two very early goals kill the game off, and like I said, they've done nothing, really, they've passed the ball around nicely, yeah, 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 no penetration their fans didn't really sing too much they didn't give us much aggravation, all that, or you know, abuse, or anything and then they left at the end of the game, and it, it was always a little bit, and we were all standing there waiting for them at the end, going, where are you going? Come back, you know, we want some sort of vibes so, you know, it was a bit of a weird one for us, like we are playing Fulham, and and, and 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 they kind of didn't turn up
0: really, did they? It, it, anticlimax is um, is probably the best way to describe it because basically we did the job in the first thirty minutes. Um, I I suppose in some respects it takes us back to nineteen ninety two where we yes. where we destroyed them in the first thirty minutes then as well. Yes, and um, and, and that's in the, the same end as well. Yeah, in the same end, yeah. And me um, being a new roder who sits towards the end of the old hate corner. Yes. Um, you know, I, I got to seal the goals there. It was fantastic. Um, you're disappointed. Not as disappointed as Simon, who sits next to me, who actually did have good bets on Brentford win 4-0 and 5-0. Oh, dear. But look, so,
5: look, but today's game, look, you, you know, we were talking about to, to, to all the other characters that Dean Smith, he's had a lot of detractors recently. But, you know, things have, things have been going all right for him today. And he tried a few little moves today which seemed to go alright for him though didn't he he's tried out a few new players which people have thought actually I wouldn't mind having a look at them next season you know you've got the field man you know at left back he's given us another option there
0: potentially isn't he and also O'Connell when O'Connell came on I thought he was wicked. Yeah, O'Connell was great. Was good when he came on. He probably ultimately lacks a little bit of pace to play at left back. Yeah. But um, but there'll be games where, when teams, you know, there's a lot of big physical teams in in um, in the championship, and actually there may be games where O'Connell as left back will be a good fit because. You know there are teams that aren't afraid to lump it up to a big guy out on the right, and also you know you got a bit more height in defending set pieces. So let's not write him off as a left back completely. I think pace, though, he he probably will struggle when he is a centre back. Ultimately, Um, we talk about the sort of the um, the, some of the changes today. I think half time was interesting because um, we everybody moaned about. QPR and playing the false nine and not having a centre forward on the pitch. Well, we did that today for the second half. By yeah, so no, no, yeah, there was a reason we did it. It was basically to because Fulham, the pace against Fulham, um, Fulham's back four and probably you know Parker to some extent as well, um, scared the living daylights out of them. So in some respects, you know playing Cannons through the middle um, and then bringing Gojo in who's got pace both of them have got pace um, that you know that was a that, that was a good move and i don't think Dean Smith will take quite as much um, stick for 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 the for the, uh, and i'm saying this in the, you know the, for the full nine i'm doing the speech mark thing um, will take quite as much stick today for it as he did against QPR. Yeah. And also,
5: I mean, there's players that I would say you were chatting a bit earlier that you were very impressed with as well. We talked a couple of weeks ago where you said that you weren't quite sure if there was one player who was playing in defence who he was actually making perfectly timed tackles or whether or not he was just a little bit late and lucky.
0: Yeah, um, it would appear they're perfectly timed tackles. <laughs> and um, I've, I've ever since the first time I saw Barbe, um, you can listen back to all the podcasts. I. Um, I've never, I've never criticised him. I've always thought he's a, a bloody good footballer, and um, and I tell you what, he was man of the match today. He, he has proven to be an exceptional signing, and um, and you know James Tarkowski, who's he? Who's he? Well, he's he's six million pounds, and he, yeah. he went on strike, and he's gone somewhere else. But you know, you got you can't. You can't rely on these players at the end of the day, is that you just gotta move on. i I've be playing Barbay in front of Tarkowski every game, so no, Tal- you know, it's been a great bit of business, an absolutely brilliant bit of business. Indeed, and Tarkowski did he did like a bit of pie action anyway, you know, with
5: all due respect to him, but he was he was a little bit he needed to you know on the fitness front he needed to kind of work on that a little bit as well. Yeah, you know, you know, but we we'll leave we we'll leave that to one side. But moving on. Beast of the eight, we've got not talk about Scott Hogan. Yep. The geezer, he, like, he seems to have like this kind of like sat-nav thing, where basically, you know when you get sat-nav, he goes like like route A, route B or route C. His sat-nav doesn't seem to have the B or the C or the D. Basically, he seems
0: to have a route one, straight for goal. Yeah, he's um, you know natural goal scorer. Um, and you know that they are the two words that describe him. Is that two words or three? Anyway, it's two. Um, so yeah, natural goal scorer, and he knows where the goal is. And he and but more keen than that, he gets in positions. Um, he gets three of his markers, and um, you know he's not blessed with great pace, but he knows he's, how to finish. He's strong though. He's strong. He's physically strong. And um, and he, and yeah, he is gonna. it would have. It, it's certainly everything I can see is he's going to be an unbelievable signing for us um, and you know we're going to get two years out of him hopefully from now that we've missed but maybe they're you know they're, they're two years that kind of fit in a better place because, because who knows if it had been fit maybe Andre Gray wouldn't have come through maybe we wouldn't have got the money we have for him you know we can't go back in time but, we're going to, but we've got Hogan now um, in a position where you know he he looks like the first choice to play out front um, know,
8: next season without a doubt.
0: I mean, and you're talking
5: about you know we might get two years for him. I would like to think that we get a manners years for him as well as we say manners. manners I manners, mean, you know, yeah. he was out for a couple of years and uh, we brought him back in, and I would like to think that he might have saw an extra years extension you know, as manners for the fact that we've kind of
0: stuck with him as well. Well, we gave him the extra year, but sticking with him, That's we right. did that, and yeah, yeah, um, and that, manners, that, manners. And, um, <laughs> And, and it would be it'd be great if he sort of you know ret- returned that um, to the club by, by doing exactly what you say he, um, he, he his goals to minute ratio uh, I've got no idea what it is but it's going to be something like five goals in certainly less than 100 minutes yeah. I would think Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what a goal every 20, 20 minutes that's not a bad shout is it if you, if you want stats yes <laughs> yeah, but we don't do stats
5: <laughs> uh, in the boozer here in the pub Um, We've got a barrel in the corner, actually, and uh, everyone's sort of guarding the barrel. We've got our own barrel and it's great! Barrel barrel of of booze, and we've got like security guards that are protecting it. It's it's actually great at this end of season party. It's like the besotted end of season party. But um, I'm drinking a couple of points of pride myself and and, and pride and all sorts of pride going down. But I've got a character here, Van, who's actually not very happy with what went down today, are you? Well, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm unhappy, but I'm a little bit disappointed
1: with a fight for them game. I, I came here thinking, you know what, this is an end of season game, it's a nothing game, but it's not a nothing game. It's a local derby, two teams playing just for pride, which almost makes not, it just... Not, not London Pride, eh? Not London Pride, because that was on Besotted, <laughs> Uh which Billy's keen to get in. But, uh, <laughs> but um, playing just for pride, and that almost makes it more special. Right? It's nothing on the game. Two teams going to go at it. But full and roll over, so much in the first half, it was embarrassing. It really wasn't embarrassing. It was embarrassing. It was so easy that it, made it, it almost made it hard to get up for it. So
5: were we good or were they just rubbish? Well, I think we were good enough. But they were really rubbish. Were they the rubbishest team that we played? Because we played some rubbish this season, were we? Th- I think they were the second rubbishest team. Who was team. the most rubbish? Milton Keynes, Don's at home. What about Bolton?
1: Bolton were... Uh, I th- I don't think they are as bad as little Keynes or Fulham at home personally okay. I, I, I think Fulham had no but what makes it worse is that you can get a team of a team of charlatans together if you motivate them enough instead of how much it means to the fans with there's 12,000 people screaming for you you should be able to put a performance together Fulham are none of that I mean those first two goals I mean I'm not, I don't know who the left back is but how was it possible for Sword and Hogan to home, have so much space? It was, like, it, was, it was so easy, it was just ridiculous. And, you know, like, I was almost, I would have preferred, a, you know, brace your teeth, goes down to the 70th minute. 90th and, minute, yeah, minute, yeah, like the QBR game at home, you know, and it goes down and both teams fight for it. It was just so easy, it was just, it almost made it boring. And the of fans, listen to this, you're so
5: bad you've made the Derby's boring,
1: all right?
5: <laughs> yeah, listen, so listen, one unhappy Bees fan here, unhappy in a, in a particular type of way. One thing I would say is that, as you know in these post-match podcasts, we normally get the away fans to talk to us, but seeing as the Fulham fans, most of them had left, a lot of them had left before half-time, and then most of them had gone by the 70th minute, we can't find any Fulham fans to speak to at the moment now, so we'll just talk amongst ourselves. You're a very happy chap, though, aren't you? Unlike our, bo- our, our colleague here,
6: We are drinking the London Pride, we are the Pride of London, we will win the West London Mini League. We did what we had to do, they didn't show up, we did, we got the points, we have the bragging rights and in Scott Hogan we have a potential superstar. Roll on next year, I feel that Smith has steadied the ship. We are an established championship side. The close season will be important to see who comes in. But there are many players that have been on the periphery that have come in. The likes of Kirschbaum and Goggia, They've done okay. They need more game time. They'll get that during the close season. But yeah,
1: I am a happy B. Um, sorry, I hate to come back in. Because I don't disagree with too much he said, uh, but Scott Hogan, I mean, he should be ashamed of himself today.
0: Yeah. Because, no, he, because he
1: had
5: twenty minutes when he did score.
1: Before today, he was like one goal every nine minutes, yeah. and after today, his ratio is like one goal every eighteen to twenty. It's embarrassing. I mean, he needs to really get a grip of his fucking game, because <laughs> otherwise, he's going to go the same way as Andre Gray. Yes. I'm here as a stats man. There was one point today that if Scott Hogan kept up. His goal ratio next season, he will be scoring over 500 goals.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and, and and we just can't have that, can we?
1: That would be interesting. And Jimmy, Jimmy's not point not about a team of charlatans could have beaten Fulham. I think the charlatans could have beaten Fulham today. And there's only, and there's only five in the band.
5: Yes, <laughs> that's true. So maybe Fulham actually thought they were playing the charlatans today and they were starstruck. And that's the reason why they just stood there while we ran circles around them and scored a few goals. And uh, the Fulham fans all left because they realised it wasn't the right band that they were watching Sav, what's your vibes today?
7: My vibes are very good. I'm very happy. um, A lot of my family support Fulham. Uh, Tomorrow's the Greek Easter, and I'm going to my brother's, and he supports Fulham. So uh, the idea is to have uh, three courses very early and then just fuck off. All right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay,
5: that's fair. That's fair enough. <laughs> and then you're going to go back and watch the watch the replays on the on the TV. It's like you know, I'm just keep rewinding it on the TV, or maybe you could watch that at your brother's house.
7: Well, I might I might take my laptop and uh, show him Bees Player and just because he hasn't seen the game obviously. No. So I'll just show, show him Bees Player and he can just watch the game while I'm having a bloody good laugh. Yes. Yeah. Indeed,
5: indeed. Um, are you as disappointed as a couple of the characters here are not happy with today's result? Uh, <laughs> they're happy. Well, they're not happy, well, because they thought that Fulham just didn't turn up and it was a bit boring.
2: Yeah, it was, yeah, it was. Well, it wasn't. How could three 0 against Fulham be boring? Well, the, the, the funniest things I've heard this afternoon was um, I went to the, I went for a wee in the Braemar Road. Oh, wee? yeah, went for a wee, yeah. And um, there was some miserable old git in there going, oh, between the second and third goals, Brentford were bloody awful. And you're 2 0 up against Fulham, you know, within 10 minutes. And, you know, the foot off the old gas. And I've also heard demands for at least 50 goals next season yeah, now yeah, we've heard yeah, yeah, we've heard, yeah. 50 goals, or he can bugger off yes. where
5: he comes from. Yes, well, to be fair, I think that is a fair point because at the end of the day, he's already raised the bar a lot. We did last season, we raised the bar high, so you've got to keep the bar as high as that. And if he doesn't. Match it. Uh, they needs to go.
2: The, the, seri- the serious point of all of this is to, to round off your home fixtures with a 3 0 win against Fulham is absolutely fantastic. And you know it's been a it's been an awkward season. And you know, let let us let's, ju- let's just underline what a brilliant finale it's been. We've won six, six or seven, six, seven, six, eight. I don't know, I've got no six idea. Out, six out of the last eight. Seven out of eight. Seven out eight. We've won eight, one eight and drawn one. You yeah. know, and you know, it could have it could have been horribly different. But we 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 are a, a top ten team, and I can't wait for next year.
5: Banana. Any words of wisdom
8: from the banana camp? I would say that raising the bar is going to be probably illegal. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Because anyway, that, we don't need to raise the bar because he's um, he's scored every shot he's had so far, hasn't he, Mr. Hogan? Um, I, I didn't hear what all the other guys have said, but uh, I just um, think if we only if we had him last season, where well, we wouldn't be here now, you know. That's a fair point. Yeah. But no, I mean, it was uh, it's just it's just great to win against the old enemy again, and that's all I have to say, really. I mean, Joe Field had a really good debut. Set up almost set up the first goal. And um, Scott Hogan looks like a real proper goal
5: scorer. He's a proper goal scorer, I mean, we are talking about him. But just in general, how do you think things are planning out for next season? Because we had a bit of a horrible period, you know, but we still got these same players. Some of them are going to go, some of them are going to stay, you know what I'm saying? And everyone's going to have their thoughts as to who should and who shouldn't. But, you know,
8: we've got players coming in. What are your thoughts on this? I'm, I'm not sure, Billy, because I don't think anybody out of contract this season apart from Josh Clark, right? and I'm not even sure who's, who's going to come in over the summer apart from the ones that we probably already know so it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting summer um, and maybe after a season's, season's development from our European crew uh, with, with Scott coming back Maybe there's, not a, 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 a good, a, maybe there's not enough incentive to um, spend money, if you like. I don't know. It's going uh, to be an interesting, an interesting time. It's going to be an interesting time. Look, listen, look, one last
5: word. I'm, I'm looking around here, hoping that a Fulham fan might have snuck in, so we can have one last word for them. But. They, they, they've, they've gone, you know, they, they've, they've, they've taken the boat down the river back to Southwest 6 or wherever it's going to come from and they're drinking their pina coladas and uh, they're, they're not very happy. So listen, I'm going to talk to One Last bees fan today to just get your thoughts and obviously uh, you're smiling now. I mean, a man who was not particularly happy with the Dean Smith a couple of weeks ago, which is fair enough because you didn't think the results he was producing was right. But there's been a twist in the towel, hasn't there? Has but I'm still going to reserve
1: judgment. Uh, we only beat we beat Fulham three 0 and that's fantastic and we'll celebrate tonight. But let's not get carried away because Fulham were awful today, yes.
6: really really bad. So, Donson, and so um, it's a big
1: yeah yeah. So it's a big summer. Uh, let's see what happens and we will. <laughs> it's a big summer. We will come back next year, revitalize and. and you know, talk to me again in October, and I'll give you my considered judgment. But until then, good good luck to everybody involved with Brentford. Hope you enjoy bringing in and searching out your own players, Dean. But until then, let's reserve judgment.
5: Let's reserve judgment. We're going to call it a day now because we've got a barrel of beer here that we need to polish off. We thought this barrel would be gone, but it's it's, it's still there. So it's sitting in the corner and I've got characters crowded around this barrel. <laughs> we're, going to, we're going to finish it off like we did Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So listen, this is the Beside Pride of West London end of season party. Uh, well, not quite end of season because we're going to have a party up in uh, up in, um, in Huddersfield, Huddersfield next Huddersfield. Yeah. You know, We're going to Herbert's Bar before the game if anyone actually gets up there early enough. Herbert? Yeah, we're going to the Herbert, you know. Jolly Herbert. Yeah, that's right. All right, so we're going to be there, going to have a lot of fun up at Huddersfield. But well, this has been a great day today. I know that I moaned a little bit that it was a little bit too easy, but that's not my fault. That's because Fulham actually just didn't do the business that they were meant to do. But hey, ho! But listen, this is Pride of West London podcast. Check us all out. Um, we're going to have another podcast this week, and then we've got another few ones before we're going to can't, we're going to chill out for the summer. But Besotted.co.uk, Audio Boom, Besotted, and uh, YouTube as well. Besotted 1992. But listen. Absolutely first-teething tremendous that Fulham came down here. They could not handle the mighty, mighty bees because we smashed them up 3-0, and all we can say to that is...
7: Go bees!
4: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18-plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
3: That's Stamps.com. Code program. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by
6: fans.